My name's Olivia. I'm Raven. We are not the default Americans. When we go back in the past for black history, well, now we got a problem. But for white people? How far you want to go? If you want to piss off any everyday average non-black American, just add black. Including black people is not excluding white people. Every damn time we get rights or acknowledgement, it sparks a violent rage. Especially in white people. I am not less deserving just because I'm a black blind woman. Disability makes a lot of people uncomfortable. It affects the psyche of people with disabilities. Like, did we not contribute? Another way to fight against oppression is to celebrate our successes and our progress. We're not completely our oppression. You can sit there and talk about how you think everybody is equal, but do equality, do equity. As long as they're getting what they need, they don't want things to change. Today, we are talking about is everything racist? Everything. Everything is racist. <laughs> Everything's not racist. Everything is not racist. But um, some people think it is. Some people think it is. And this episode is in response to people who think it's racist to talk about or mention race at fucking all ever who think that talking about race alongside common experiences is racist and i mean the people who think as a white person it's racist to point out that somebody is hispanic or black or you think it's racist when black people just talk about their everyday experience as racialized people mm-hmm. like and none of that talk is true about it none of that is none true. of that white is people true. can bring up other people's races there's nothing wrong with that. Black people can talk about how they have a racialized existence. Nothing Hispanic wrong with people that. can do it too. Asian people can do it too. None of that is racist. And this is also in response to the folks who um they don't understand why so many things are labeled as racist or racially problematic today that previously weren't considered an issue. And There's definitely folks on the side of accused, where they get accused of being racist. And then there's people Mm -hmm. on the side of the accusatory who accuse others of being racist, who these people just do not fucking understand what racist means. I think that is a lot of motherfuckers. That's a lot of people. people hear anything (laughs) about race and they go, ah, racist. And it's like, that's not true. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. There are definitions. There's this thing called a dictionary. There are several dictionaries out there. Yeah, there's a lot of them. And you can find them. And within these dictionaries are definitions of words. I know, right? Novel idea. And you can look it up. I think this is especially true for white people, white liberals, for sure. Who Listen, we love y'all, okay? We need y'all. But listen... I understand that y'all do not want to continue being insensitive. Some of y'all has some racist ass, bigoted ass parents and grandparents and aunties and uncles. Mm -hmm. So we know y'all were brought up by some insensitive people. And we know y'all are still working through your own internalized racism. We know y'all are working through it. And some of y'all, y'all just don't quite get it right. You don't. You just don't quite get it right when you see certain things and... You got the knee-jerk response of calling it racist. I recognize that you 
are trying to be sensitive or more sensitive. I, I recognize it, but we still got some work to do. So today we're going to be unpacking some shit, y'all. Yeah. And then there's people who view any conflict between people of different races as a racist exchange. And this can be on any side. There are black people like this. There are Hispanic people like this. There are white people like this. I bring this up, too, because, I mean, there are definitely some people of color who think when they have a conflict with a person of a different race or like a white person, especially like if they have a conflict with them, that there is some racism embedded in that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is, but that's not always true. And I understand why it's difficult to sort it out especially when you are raised here mm-hmm. as a person of color in the U.S. where like as kids, we, we get a lot of forewarnings. And so when you're sorting out, this is what racism looks like. Sometimes you see stuff as racist when it's not. And it also is a tricky situation because you can run into the problem of people telling you it's not racist when it is mm-hmm. or gaslighting you saying Everything's not about race. You're making it up. You're just trying to make it about race when really it is. But you can't necessarily put your finger on it. But not every interaction. I think you can't get away from it. It's kind of like oxygen, right? For black folks and other people of color. I think for us, racism is everywhere because it's so embedded in our society And we are inundated with racism. It was built into the way this fucking country was set up. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard for us not to have the idea that every interaction has some racial element, whether that is racist or racial. We'll get into that. Shall we? We shall. I said what I always do. And I thought the definition of racist. The definition that I got was Prejudiced against or antagonistic toward a person or people on the basis of their membership in a particular racial or ethnic group, typically one that is a minority or a marginalized racial group. Racial is anything race related. Yeah, it's just relating to race. And I I do think that antagonism Peace is what a lot of people miss. They just think it's racist because it's race related. And no, you can have topics that are racial and not racist. You can have jokes that are racial and not racist. I do think that's a fine line, personally. Yes. And I do think it depends on who's telling it. It could easily transfer over from being racial to racist just by changing the, the race of the person who's telling the joke. The tough thing is... White people do this a lot. In my, This is my experience, okay? Some of them get so comfortable talking about racial topics that they decide that they can say inappropriate shit. They can start using slurs openly and freely and openly express their racist attitudes or pass off something their granddaddy said or their uncle said as a joke. Because that's the other thing about jokes is sometimes people do that like, well, it was just a joke when like... You're being too sensitive. You're No, you're saying that it's a joke now because we called your ass out for being shitty. 
but you were not joking and you, and you were being shit. antagonistic intentionally because that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, I understand, like, with comedy, this is really rough. Now, it seems we have uh, developed a greater sense of empathy in certain communities. In certain communities. Yes. So everybody in the comedy space is like, well, now it's hard to be a comedian because everything is bigotry now. And it's like, it's not like that. But do not be antagonistic. That's really what the fuck it is about. If you are a transphobe telling anti-trans jokes, you cannot sit there and talk about how you're not being antagonistic. Exactly. And you're not being transphobic. And I guess it's tough, too, because there are certain groups of people in society that receive antagonism and racist attitudes and are targeted by racism or some form of bigotry all the time. And jokes, part of the goal is to make fun of society and to poke fun at the way society thinks and the way society is run. But at the same time, like, don't expect it to be funny to me when, like, society shits on me all the time and society doesn't take us seriously as black people, doesn't take us seriously as disabled people, as women. It's like going after the low-hanging fruit when they do stuff like that because they know that there's no recourse. Like, they can make these really depraved jokes about these communities, knowing that there will be little to no backlash and they can say things like, oh, it's just a joke. Or like you said, a lot of comedians are like, oh, every, everybody's so sensitive. Everything's bigoted now. And it's like it's not that it's now. This has always been problematic. It yes. just was socially acceptable before. And now the tide has turned and be like, yo, no, you can't say that. Like you should have never been saying that. But now there is recourse. And no, you can't say that anymore. Because it was always fucked up. Yeah, it was. And especially when it was done to demean yeah. certain communities. And I and I do agree with what I think is your perspective that you were trying to express earlier. Where like, if you are a black person making jokes about the black community, that is just going to land differently than a white person making jokes about the black community. Especially mm-hmm. since a lot of white people, or not all people... I'm going to be careful and use qualifiers here because I know this is going to rub some people the wrong way, which, okay. Um, <laughs> that's just what it is. So that's just what it is. A lot of white people historically have done this in a way to demean black people. And a lot of black people are joking in a way that this just points out the differences without making it seem like one is good or bad. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times what makes it funny sometimes is just like we can relate to that. Like, we can relate to that level of sometimes it is dysfunction in the black community. Like, yep, we do sometimes. get a lot of dysfunction in the black yep, community. We do. Lie. Yep, it's like, ooh, that shit is relatable as fuck. Hello? Or we can relate to that level of poverty, right? Mm-hmm. So what makes it funny is, okay, we can relate to it and we have moved on from that. Whereas historically for sure with white people making fun of black people is done to like just make us seem like a joke in general and that's why we had to call people out and be like listen you you can't now your people fucked it up your people fucked it up and i gotta we did not do that black folks and we're not the only ones because i've heard indigenous people say it we are really great at taking tragedy and making it fucking hilarious yes and it, it hits different when it's coming from a black person talking about black issues to a predominantly black crowd. 
there is language, there is shared experience there. If you are not a Black person and you're trying to make those same jokes, it's going to hit different because you don't have the same... You don't got the cultural experience. You don't have the cultural Even if you grew up in a Black neighborhood, because I love the fucking white people. I grew up around around Black people. I grew up around Hispanic people. I grew up in a diverse neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I... Don't care. Don't care. You're still a white person. Just like I grew up in a predominantly white area. I'm still black as fuck. Now, I did have a lot of anti-blackness that I'm still unlearning because I grew up in a very fucking white ass place for a lot of my formative years. However, that doesn't mean the same thing. I think, too, looking at it from gender makes this a little bit easier sometimes. Because as we said before, people want to pretend like even though we're different skin colors, we're all the same. People will never let you think that way when it comes down to gender. No, they will not. It makes me even think of like men who make sexist jokes. Women. I got a mom. Oh, yeah. Or even of guys like my dad. He grew up with six sisters. Mm -hmm. House full of women. Still, sir, you cannot. You can't. Because when men do it. It is done in a way that makes it seem like women, women shouldn't be taken seriously. Women are unjustifiably expressive. Yes. When women do it, a lot of times I think it's to relate to each other's struggles, like women making fun of women. Um, Mm -hmm. Not that there's not misogynistic women, but a lot of times we can relate to the struggle of womanhood. And not necessarily we're just demeaning women for being emotional the way that a lot of men do. I think social context has a lot to do with it. Yeah. If you are part of the dominant culture, your relation to the groups that you try to, that people try to talk about, is going to be different than somebody within said group. And it's all because of the way in which these groups interact within society who's historically had the power who does not or has not who's been uplifted and who's been demeaned you know and I think that going back to the whole racial thing sorry white people you as white people you can say ethnically speaking oh well my dad or great great granddad was Irish and he wasn't allowed in places and da, da, da. yeah but that stopped being an issue especially after reconstruction so white was white and even still irish people were held in higher regard italian people were held in higher regard polish people were held in higher regard than descendants of slaves indigenous folk and other people of color so your relation to the power structure rather it's different you can't just go around saying whatever you want because of that social context And I understand that within friend groups, people function differently. You got men who make sexist jokes among each other. You got white people with black friends and you got some black black friends. friends, Let them say the N word. Let let them say nigga. Let them say racist jokes and make racist Mm -hmm. statements. If you got black people in your circle who not calling you out on that shit, I can't control that. But do not think. Who have carte blanche. Yes. Don't (laughs) think now that your four black friends that you grew up with, um, that because they tolerate that shit, that all black people should. Mm -hmm. Or even if you got gay friends and you making homophobic jokes, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. 
My Just brother's because... gay. My sister's gay. Exactly. So? so what? That's one gay person. That's two. That's them. That's not everybody. That's not everyone. Just like everybody ain't your mama. <laughs> everybody is not your gay friend or your black friend or your Asian friend or whatever the fuck. And TBH. I bet two of your four black friends who let you get away with the racist shit still don't think it's okay. They still don't. They ain't called you out, but they don't think it's okay. The other two do. The other two really fucking don't care, and they expect your ass to be racist anyway because you're white. And I'm not saying that I think all white people are racist. They got so much fucking anti blackness that they think it's cool. Like, I've seen some really sick shit. Oh, yes. When you see all this stuff about it, happened a few times. White woman, black man, and they are doing the, what do you call them? Not cosplay, but it's like that. Race play. Role play. Race play where he's a slave and she's the daughter of the house and, and they can't be together. Like this one couple did this. I think they did it for their wedding. And so this was their wedding shoot. So oh, girl, no. yep. He got wet for being with her, but she, he didn't care because he loved it. Girl with some sick shit. And then I was listening to this um, podcaster. Well, I don't know what he did, but he was like, yeah, you know, I like to role play like that in the bedroom. And I like when when white women call me the N word. Okay, you got some anti blackness shit that you need to work through. That does not fucking mean you could take that show on the motherfucking road. Don't do it because you get you will get handled. Very fucking quickly. Yeah. And don't get offended for being called out either. Exactly. I can't help that your four black friends didn't let you know. But listen. They did you dirty. They fucked you up because you gonna hear it now. And by the way, that is racist. Not racial. That is racist. That's perpetuating prejudice. Mm-hmm. And perpetuating the hierarchy that people like to pretend does not exist. Mm-hmm. A lot of white people. There are some. They just feel like they should be able to talk about race in whatever way they think about it without consequence. And we're done. We're beyond that now. There's consequences now for the shit that you say. I think the real issue, especially with a lot of white folks, is that for so long, white folks did not have to concern themselves with how they looked to anybody but other white folks. Yes! Ooh! And unlike us, where for Black America... It was a matter of life or death, even up until, you know, the 60s and 70s and stuff. Like you acted a specific way in front of white people. Just like I'll bring it up, the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing. And there was a bunch of people. I cannot believe Will Smith did that in front of these white people. And that's that's a common refrain in the black community. The overarching ideology is what? respectability politics we didn't call it that at the time it turned into respectability politics but for a while it was honestly just fucking survival you had to behave in such a way that you would not get in trouble Mm -hmm. you could get lynched you could get beaten you could get imprisoned for not stepping off the sidewalk when a white person walked by or asking a white person. Or they person come after your whole fucking family, your whole fucking your town. Whole your- fucking, they burned so many black towns for lies that white women told or land that white men wanted or just fucking because they could. And that was straight up survival for a lot of times. So um, don't interact with the white people or watch yourself around the white people or make sure that you don't upset the white people. And I think because that was a thing for so long 
it did turn into modern day respectability politics like you don't want to look a certain way they they already think we're animals so let's not give them a reason to think we're animals but white folks never had to do that and now we live in a climate where we can call white people out and say yo what you said is racist and also there are consequences to your words, your actions or whatever. Yep. You can call it getting canceled all you want to. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of white folks are just not used to that. They're used to having impunity. They are used to being able to do what they want with no regard to anyone else except each other. And when you don't live in a society where race is the common denominator and pretty much everything you do, white people can live unraced lives and colonized societies and everyone else cannot when you can ignore that then you're not used to thinking about race i'm not making excuses for white people i'm just saying this is my perspective as to why a lot of them get so up in arms oh everything's racist no you're just not used to having to watch what the fuck you say because you've been so used to being able to say whatever you want and nobody checking you on shit because they couldn't now we can and we fucking will it ain't just get racist motherfucker it's been racist well, we'll get into racist, racial, whatever. Racially problematic. There's some stuff that is racially problematic. That's that what I is like true. To say. So let's talk about it. There's a couple of different things that happen when the, when the word racist is thrown around. There are some people who brush it off, mm-hmm. dismissing when people call a behavior a person or an action for actually being racist. And I'm going to blame the people who misuse it for this. I'm sorry. I mean, I understand there's people who are going to be dismissive no matter what the fuck. But I do think that because so many people misuse the word racist and instead mean that something is racially problematic, that it does take away from when some shit is actually fucking racist. So there's that. And then some topics, some things can just be racially problematic and not necessarily racist. I'm trying to think about an example to make this make sense. I want to take, for instance, a lot of the backhanded compliments we get as black people. Not that they don't have like anti-black sentiments baked into them, but I don't think that they're necessarily racist statements. So, for instance, like when someone says to a black person how articulate they are. Let's go with that one. You speak so well or you're so articulate when like it's so interesting that white people. And black folks, because I've gotten out. You sound like a black white girl. Or white black oh, girl, yes. Sorry. Yes. I don't think that's racist. I do think it's racially problematic that you a tough one. Yeah, it's tough. You expect me to sound a certain way according to my skin color. And this goes for white and black people. Right. And I, right. I don't match what they expect to hear in their head when they see me. That's why I think it's racially problematic. I don't think that there is any sort of antagonism there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess prejudice is a part of racist, but Ooh. that's what makes it hard because yeah. there is a prejudice there. You don't just expect me to speak differently. You expect me to speak in a way that you look down upon as right. a white person or as a black person. You kind of look down on me as a black person for speaking in a way that the people who think they are better than us speak. Speak. As a black person, you see me as another black person who thinks I'm better than you because yeah. of the way I speak. And you were making all right. Like you automatically think I'm a coon because I don't speak like you. Right. Yeah. OK. No, I see your point. 
Because I was mm. in my head, I was correlating that with when people say shit like, you're a lot more intelligent. And I'm like, no, that's straight up racist. That's Never straight mind. up racist. <laughs> or like, even if somebody says you're one of the good ones. No, nah, that's, that's no. Racist. That's a racist ass thing to say. Because yes. now you're just saying like you don't expect black people to be educated. You don't expect yeah. black people to be good people. That's Girl, racist. You might have picked the only racially problematic one because <laughs> I can't think of any more. Like that's not like rooted in. Oh yeah, those racism. backhanded compliments are tough. Yeah, that like, they're tough. That's the only one I can think of where I really exactly. I don't think that's racist. <laughs> and I, I don't think it's racist because I I mean I have heard through white splaining that. People from certain areas are also expected to speak a certain way, even if they are white or people who have a certain appearance. Like you can tell what ethnicity they are as a, as a white right. person and they expect right. you to speak a certain way or whatever. But when they say it to a black person, they don't mean it the same way that they would if they said it to a white person. Although I'm sorry, I'm, a, I'm convinced I don't think as many white people hear that as black people do. No, I don't think so. either. No, I guess another one would be names. Right. Yeah. If you see like a name and it is obviously ethnic. Like, oh, OK, I've only ever in my life met one person named Kiana who was white. Every other Kiana that I've met have all been black people. And so, so the racial racially problematic part. Well, when you hear names like. Kiana or, or like Jaquita or something. And you see a, a white girl and she's like, yeah, my name's Jaquita. You'd be like, huh? <laughs> because you had an expectation of Jaquita being not a white woman. Okay. You got to be careful with the is name thing be because there's a territory you can get into where it is racist, right? Because there are people that is who, true. Because there are people who hear a name and just think like, all right, that's probably a black lady. Yeah. But there's okay. people who see a name or hear a name and be like, nope. We are not interviewing her because no, like not with a name like name. that. That's a ghetto person yeah. in here for this interview. Absolutely not. And they just I I mean, they think that. that even though those names are a lot of cultural names for black people and other people of color. Right. Okay. Yeah. You have a splendid point. I retract yeah. that. Yeah, there's there's a point at which you can get there. So I'm back to my original point, the articulation. I know, I think I'm like the only one that's not racist. <laughs> That's only racially problematic. Some black people Yo. might disagree. If you do y'all think that's racist? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. think it's racist. I can see how you could get there, but no, I don't think it's racist. I got another example. Let's unpack this here. Tell me if this is racist or racially problematic. I think that this is racially problematic. Okay, go. There's a white woman at my job who um apparently uses monkey as a term of affection. In her family. And I considered her to be my friend. And mm -hmm. vice versa. And there was one day where I, I said something. Or I did something silly. And she's like oh you're such a monkey. Or she was like oh you monkey. Whatever she said. Mm -hmm. And I sat there. And I was like. You just called a black person monkey. That's what I said to her. Yeah. <laughs> and I understand. And so far as I know this lady's not a racist person. She didn't use it in a racist way, mm -hmm. right? The way that she used it had absolutely nothing to do with race. Mm -hmm. But historically, and well, so and still, I don't even say, sorry, the context, people have and still do in certain circles refer to black people as monkeys. They were just referring to Michelle Obama not too long ago as an ape in heels. Yes. 
So this is something that still happens. And so I understand she was not using monkey in a way that was racial, you know, in so far as I could tell. And so that's why I think it's racially problematic what she did. I don't think it's racist. Monkey on its own. Yes, that is a slur against black people. I had a similar situation. Yeah. Where I was at the store and I didn't know these people from Adam's house cat. OK, so this is the difference, I think. It was my birthday. Um, my mom's like, oh, it's her birthday. And they were like, oh. And the lady sang the song, happy birthday to you. You belong in a zoo. You look like a monkey and you smell like one, too. These were white people. OK, mm, I was mm, like, mm. oh, what the fuck? I've heard that song before. Right. Yep. We don't sing that. But no, we I've don't heard it before. And so I knew the context of what she meant but the fact that she was a white Damn. person and she said that shit to a black person to a black and didn't person. recognize that's the thing like a- these motherfuckers <laughs> don't recognize until after it's out of their mouth and that's it, what we're talking about with white people there. they are not used to having to think a lot of them not used to having to think carefully about the shit that they say before it come out of their mouth that's racially problematic it could be either. It's tough too. It, it could be, be either too because you don't know those ladies. So right. it could have been and, fucking and then, racist. And the really fucked up part is, is that's a prime example of where you could be gaslighted. And they'll say, oh, it's just a song. You know, I didn't mean it that way. Or they could have totally meant it that way. And then you're like, well, I do know it's an actual rhyme or whatever. So is it me? Or were they like, oh, I can get away with this. Did it have malicious intent? Was it meant to be antagonistic or did they literally not think about it? And you'll but never truly know. You're and I not think that's know. the problem. Yeah, I think it's one of those things to this lady who called me a monkey and essentially called me silly. She should have just did that. But when I pointed out to her, like, she's like, oh, yeah, I didn't think you would say anything. Oh, so you did know. <laughs> so I think she recognized it after she said it. But then she's like, oh, yeah, she's not going to call me on it because white people don't expect their black friends to uh-huh. call them on stuff. Mm-hmm. And I am not that black friend. OK, I'm sure I was at one time. That is not me now. Like and whatever. I said it the same way I just said on this podcast, like you just called a black person a monkey because I don't need to be mean about it. But I right. need you to recognize that you just did some problematic shit. And white people don't even expect you to call them out on it and whatever. Like, I still consider this lady a friend, but I'm going to just say, bro, you should not assume that just because I'm your friend that I'm going to let you get away with racially problematic stuff. No, no, I will not. I'm going to have to call you out because otherwise you just go on thinking that that shit is okay. You think it's okay. I realize. Watch out. I'm so happy that I have grown into loving and being proud of my ancestry and being Mm -hmm. black because there was a time when I wasn't. And I say that because, bro, I have some fucking right racist ass conversations with partners and I've said some racial shit with my partners. I dated this one guy who was down. I said something about the fact that I didn't want him to be trying to pull that machismo bullshit why did i say that that was ignorant as fuck of me just because he was of mexican descent and oh well you know what they say about mexican men xyz what the fuck no you get to know the person 
And younger me didn't see that as a problem, but older me is like, what the fuck was that? And rightly so, he called me on that. So good on him. I had another boyfriend who said something about my hands felt like I was picking cotton in the field all day. And he was a white boy. I didn't know what to do with that. And I told him, you can't say shit like that to black people. And he was genuinely fucking confused. Like, and then he got mad because I told him, I was like, that's not fucking cool to say, considering you're white, I'm black, considering everything. Like, what the fuck? The fact that that came out of your mouth so easily. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely heard from a white guy. He's like, why do black women have dry hands or whatever he said? Mm-hmm. That's very different from saying your hands feel like you've been picking cotton all day. That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, that's very different. That's, that's a racist comment to make. Like of all the things to say, you went for the picking yeah. cotton. You went for the picking your, cotton. Like, I just don't. With the guy who said, like, why do black women have dry hands? I'm not going to consider that racist. Racist? I don't think that's racist. No, that's a racialized comment. I don't think there's anything wrong with asking that question necessarily. I mean, there's some things that I'm just like, that's interesting to me that you've isolated that to black women. But I'm not going to exactly be able to parse that out. I don't know how to answer that. I'm not touching people's hands, so I don't know what to say. <laughs> right, I like, mean, unless it was within a context, like if you guys were holding hands and he just not. made this a This is con- a person I've never even met. Okay, nope. well, now... Nope. Yeah, now, see, you think... Well, now we're at the part of the notes where you said, because something is offensive, it could be both or neither of these things. And that's offensive as fuck. I do think that is offensive. (laughs) Like you said, that's a racial comment. And it doesn't necessarily have to be racist, but... um, Maybe he didn't have any antagonism behind the question. I don't know how many black women he's met. It's one of those things, too, where it's like, listen, if you... (laughs) If the five black women you've met in your life as a white man have all had dry Dry hands, hands. then like (laughs) it's just interesting for you to be like, why do black women have dry hands? Like that to me is very strange, but that is. And then to ask a person, yes, the fact that to know that you're a black woman, oh, here's a black woman. I can ask a black woman this question. (laughs) It's like, uh, bruh, the fuck? (laughs) like i don't know the right way to uh approach that i really don't yeah so i think those are some potential examples if you disagree with us let us know let us know i put how to get in touch with us right in the show notes y'all shame but for sure people need to recognize that there's a difference between racist and racially problematic Mm. i mean at the same time there are some things that are racist and people want to make it seem like it's not and here's the thing i didn't realize this until i had a situation where i had to consult with the equal employment opportunity commission when i was consulting with them one of the things i learned is like an exchange can be racially discriminatory even if it's two people of the same race it can be sex discrimination even if it's two people of the same sex Right. It doesn't have to be. I know that that's rough, but we live in a society where we are taught to discriminate 
and have prejudice against ourselves almost as folks who occupy marginalized communities. I see a point. Even if you have two men who are uh, having a conflict, there can actually be a situation where one is being discriminatory based on sex because the one guy doesn't meet the other guy's idea of manliness. Mm. Okay? Mm. So that could still be a situation of sex discrimination. This brings up a situation that one of my friends had. She was in a group of all white men and they said they they confused two black singers. And my friend who is black, she said, we don't all look alike. And they reported her for making a racial comment. (laughs) Well, that is a racial comment. I don't know how that's problematic that she said that. Yeah, because she's as a black person was saying that in relation to the fact that these two women don't look anything alike, they are just black. And she made it in a joking like, so we don't all look alike. And then and then these white people didn't want to be called out on their bullshit. Because I think in their minds, they were like, if we were to say that, it would have been racist. Yes, it would have been racist. If they would have said all black people look like, yes. Yes. If you as a white person would have said all black people, all black don't, people look don't look alike. All black people don't look alike. That's not a racist thing to say. That is a racial comment. That is a race-related statement. That's a racial comment, and that is affirming the fact that there are differences. That is actually flying in the face of racism because you're not just interchanging one black face for another. That's saying, hey, no, all black people don't look alike. That's not a racist comment, but she got reprimanded. But she got reported because she brought up race. Because she brought up race, even uh, though she was a black person. Listen, yeah. child. That's well, what says. <laughs> this is an issue. I don't know if folks of other races and ethnicities have as much of a problem as it seems like white people do. Folks, get comfortable with being called out for racist behavior, racist attitudes, racist statements. Please recognize that you might not know all the ways in which racism is woven into our society. And it's, it's, ooh, is it every it's fiber? Thick, ka-ka-ka. Yeah. So thick. Yes. And just accept, too, that there's going to be some ways in which you perpetuate and uphold it. And when somebody calls you out, that is not the time to be defensive. I'm not saying you shouldn't question. Because, like we just pointed out in this episode, there are times that people call some shit out as racist when it's fucking not. But, like, when people get super defensive, and it's just like, just ask, well, how is this racist? Mm -hmm. And just leave it at that, too, because don't go on a tirade about how you've done this and that and the third for the black community. Or you've got black or kids you, or you said this to your black whatever. Or whatever, you, you support the NAACP or BLM. No, Whatever. listen, just say, hey, how, how, how is this racist? And just leave your question at that and see what the other person says. Just listen right. to what they have to say. It doesn't mean that they're right necessarily, but I think people are so heavily defensive. They're very afraid of being labeled as a racist. They're very sensitive to it. I think you should be more sensitive to the fact that you might actually be promoting or perpetuating racism and not that somebody just called you one. I agree. Take the opportunity to be more cognizant of your own behavior. There you go. I mean, the truth about bigotry in many forms, racism, ableism, sexism, xenophobia, homophobia, transphobia, whatever, all this, and then some. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, this is baked in, y'all. It's baked in. It's here in the United States especially. I can't speak to anywhere and everywhere else, but I know in this country, when you go back in history, when you look back in the recent past, when you study the present, it is baked in. Mm -hmm. It's inescapable. And you might think that you are not, you don't participate in it. But you do, you do, especially we, we if you're part do. of the white community. Yes. And oh, yeah, the especially. black folks, people of color, we are also inundated with it. And we have a lot of anti us, a lot of anti blackness, a lot yes. of anti Asian sentiment, yes. anti Latina sentiment. Even as women, right? As women, we learn so many misogynistic mm-hmm. Girl, attitudes. Girl, I realized how fucking misogynistic I was. I was disgusted. I was like, oh, dear God, what's yeah, wrong with me? I, I had some very disgusting views as well. Yeah. So this is all of us. And two things can be true at the same time. You can support the black community and have racist attitudes. Mm-hmm. You can support nonprofits that uplift women and be misogynistic. You can misogynistic have contributed to organizations and events that uplift trans people and still say transphobic shit. Yeah. This because the trouble is this is everyday stuff that we have all learned to say and think. And oftentimes we are not taught to be objective about our own behavior. No. We are not very self-aware. It is so easy for us to call out all the bullshit that other people do, but it's very hard for us to look within and be like, huh, what sorts of things do Where I do? Where am I the problem? Where am I the problem? What do I say that is racially problematic or actually racist? There is going to be stuff. We've admitted as black people that we get brought up with anti-black sentiments. Mm-hmm. And we accept that. A lot of people, and, and like I said, it especially seems like white people too. They're not comfortable with their bigotry being called out especially when it comes to race but you've got to just one accept that it's the case but also taking steps to undo it because that's the other thing because there are some white people be like well yes everybody is racist and that sounds cute and everything on the surface like yeah i accept that we live in a racist system Mm -hmm. but okay so what are we going to do about it that's that's the next thing like and we should all be taking that step not just white people Like, what are we going to do about it now that we recognize that the bigotry is baked in? We've acknowledged the problem. Now, what is our plan to change it? When it comes down to all this stuff being labeled as problematic or racist, whether it's books, different authors, and I'm talking Mm -hmm. about the stuff that's actually racist, not not black people talking about their fucking experiences growing up. And now we want to ban that shit. I'm not talking about that. They don't want it to be taught in schools. But yeah, no, we're talking about legit fucking racism. We're talking shit. about the racism that people of color know is racism, not the racism that white people, people think is racism. Y'all, why do we even have to specify? Okay, anyway, Boy. a lot of stuff is going to be continuously called out because it is so common and it was so woven into the fabric of the way that we function and interact as a society. And Mm -hmm. so we are taking the time and digging in and figuring out what the fuck. Mm -hmm. So much has been sanitized, right? We just did an episode on Helen Keller. We got a lot of situations like that where people are being 
depicted in a certain way. And then you dig back into their lives and you learn some disturbing ass shit. (laughs) And we need to call that out. Because the thing is that if we don't recognize it in the people who came before us, we are not going to recognize it now. Right. And if we don't say anything, it'll just keep getting perpetuated. And swept under the rug. And swept under the rug. And if you really want to make real lasting change, it's the little things that matter the most. So when people call you out, I can understand, especially if you've never had to deal with race in the same way as, you know, black folks or other people right. of color. Yeah. If you never had to deal with it, it's OK that you're ignorant. It's just not OK that you remain that way. Mm-hmm. Everything is not racist no. or bigoted, but we are going to continue to point out things that are offensive or insensitive even if it wasn't considered that way before Mm -hmm. it's time for a reckoning this is intersectional insights if you like our content leave us a rating or review to help the podcast check us out on instagram twitter and facebook and if you have any comments questions or topic suggestions you can email us intersectionalinsights at gmail.com thank you so much for listening (laughs) 